Oh, there's no uh, countdown like on before. It's weird. It did a countdown. You just missed oh. it. Oh, because I'm drunk. All right. everybody welcome to another all the wrestlemanias we hope you've been listening along and enjoying our recent shows we had a great time talking to dr jess krennic uh aka wrestle academic on twitter uh all about fan culture and royal rumble 96 um so i hope you check that episode out we're back for a quick uh preview episode because there's a whole shit ton of wrestling going on this weekend um and so we thought it'd be just a, a good idea to uh talk about it a little bit um oh by the way i'm tim hackman i'm your co-host and i'm rich sigwald also preparing for a shit ton of wrestling this weekend <laughs> I got so excited about all the wrestling, I forgot to even introduce us. So, um, and as always, we're at all the WrestleManias.com, all the WrestleManias at gmail.com. If you want to contact us on Twitter at WrestleMania Pod, uh, we're always happy to hear from y'all, hear what you like, don't like, suggestions, whatever. Um, so, we thought we'd just take an opportunity since, um, you know, again, a lot of wrestling, uh, and we want to talk specifically about AEW's All Out pay-per-view this weekend, which is coming up on Sunday night, September 4th, from the Now Arena in Hoffman Estates, Illinois, which they're calling Chicago, but it's not, it's only kind of Chicago, you know? Yeah, it's, where is that? Oh, it's some sort of suburb. Is that the old yeah. Rosemont Horizon, maybe, or no? Oh, it's quite possible. Let's see what All Wikipedia right. says. Um is the multi-purpose. I think it's newer than that. Okay. Oh, anyway. Yeah, it is it is to Chicago what, uh, let's say, Arlington, Virginia, or uh, whatever is to the D.C. area. So, um, but it's, uh, it's, a, it's a hell of a card. I don't know. They've, they're kind of going to hotshot at this time, you know? Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, the way they booked, you could have seen any of these matches on Dynamite at any some point, too. It's just weird to me. I don't know. Yeah. And as usual, we've talked a little bit before about their booking, not making a whole lot of sense. Um, and so looking over this card, um, I'm only, I'm, and I watched, I'll just say, I watch dynamite every single week. I watch rampage almost every single week. Um, I'm still not entirely sure why some of these people are fighting. So, yeah, I mean, I would, there's, I mean, there's some good stuff on here, but I also, a lot of things I would change, but that's <laughs> if that if that makes sense. Like I'm looking forward to watching some of these matches, but uh, there's also some matches where I would change. Just this is who I am and how I do it. I mean, that's a typical episode of Dynamite, right? It's like, well, yeah. there was some decent stuff. I would also not do some of that stuff. So, so um, I mean, some of these feuds have been boiling forever, and then yep. some of them came up in the last two weeks and that's just how they are. And it kind of, it's kind of frustrating to me that they do payoffs for their uh, feuds so quickly, but yet they actually have so few pay-per-views in between like it, this. It's, I don't know. It's like the exact opposite of WWE to where like feuds last forever. You never get the payoff, but there's also like 13 pay-per-views in a year. <laughs> Sorry, premium yeah. live events. Premium live premium. events, I should say. Yeah, yeah premium pre- live events. Yeah, premium in quotes. Yeah, because um, <laughs> they don't even cost you money anymore. No. You can just watch them whenever. But yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I, I sort of miss, maybe, you know, maybe the modern uh, fan doesn't have the attention span for a year-long feud, but come on, three, four, six months maybe? Like, I could, I could hang in with that, you know? Yeah, or like, just like from pay-per-view to pay-per-view, that'd be fine with me. This... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, build up to blow off in a month. That that's still manageable. So let's. Do you want to talk about the actual card? There's 14 damn matches on this thing. It's going to take forever. I'm going to yeah, be up until 14 people. 14 matches if we count the pre-show. Yeah. Uh, 11 if we are only talking about the pay-per-view. So I mean, I'm probably going to start watching at seven because I mean, let's be honest. What else am I going to do on a Sunday before a holiday? Yeah. 
That's pretty pretty clear, honestly. <laughs> so the pre-show starts at 7, so make sure you set your DVR and get your popcorn. And the very first match on the card is Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston. This is Eddie Kingston's comeback match. He was suspended, apparently, for some altercation with uh, Sammy Guevara, I think. Um, yeah. Behind, uh, backstage. Did you read about that? I, I saw something about it, but honestly, just like uh, Dr. Jess says, I try to stay out of the wrestling Twitters. Yeah, <laughs> it, it can suck you down and really depress you. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I can see Eddie getting into an altercation with someone like Sammy Guevara. Yeah. And it's too bad that it's not a match against Sammy Guevara because that would be a hell of a match. But I'm sure Tomohiro Ishii is going to do a great job against him as well. Uh, they look like they're too brutish beefy guys is one of them's a japanese plumber and the other one is a brooklyn car mechanic uh <laughs> so it it should be it, it looks like it's going to be a slugfest and since aew always does an actual finish and there's never like disqualifications or anything like that i'm going to say eddie's going to win in in a in a close violent no technical match yeah, featuring roughly, let's see, so they got to fit these three fights in an hour, so that means they got 20 minutes max, uh, and there's going to be at least 14 minutes of just chops, just standing around chopping each other. Yeah. Um, we've seen Ishii on uh, Dynamite. He's he's very old. He's kind of past his prime. He's He looks like a fire plug with a bowling ball for a head. Um, I haven't seen a whole lot that impresses me. I love Eddie Kingston. I hope he gets to talk a bunch of shit, and I hope he wins this one. I think he will. The next match on the undercard, the pre-show, is Pac. That's uh, Dr. Jess's favorite. He's currently the All-Atlantic champion uh, versus Kip Sabian. Now, Kip has been following old Pac around with a bag on his head, uh, a box on his head, whatever it is, Yeah, um, talking shit. I'm not entirely sure why they're fighting. Um, uh, I'm not either, and I'm not exactly sure why. Like, I don't understand the boxing with Kip Sapien either. I mean, when we went to Dynamite, we walked very close to the guy in the box, and like, I don't, I, I guarantee probably ninety percent of the time it was not Kip Sapien under that yeah. box. I, <laughs> I can't imagine that he's just been attending all the shows this time with a box on his head, uh, and not getting involved. It's kind of weird. Um. I hope Pac wins this, but you know, I have a little, I, I mean, I hope he defends that all Atlantic championship that we never see now. <laughs> uh, Talk about your payoffs, right? They did a little tournament for that. And then I haven't right. heard a fucking word about it since. Right. It's constant. It's how pretty much everything is with, with this, like uh, with AEW is like build, build. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is great. Gone. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, the box guy you you can see on Dynamite for like oh I don't know I feel like the past year every single yeah. show down in the front. Um, I agree, it's probably been a roadie or whatever. So yeah, I'm rooting for Pack. I think he, I think he keeps the belt. I don't see any upside to taking it off of him and putting it on um, Kip Boxhead Sabian, and he can go back to whatever the fuck he's been doing. The next one is the Cold Hearted Handsome Devil, aka Taz Junior Hook. Uh, versus Angelo Parker, aka who the fuck is that guy? Uh, it's he's one of the dudes. Next from, victim. Uh, That's who that is. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. The guy's getting his ass beat like immediately. There's no way he yeah. puts up any kind of challenge to hook. No, he's the guy in 2.0 who's not the pancake face, uh, extra fat looking Matt Hardy. Uh, one he's he's the other guy um if that helps you at all with the visuals no it doesn't it doesn't help me at all <laughs> uh but, a, come on the one guy the other guy he looks like he looks like if matt hardy was a competitive eater uh, and all the weight went to his face that's what he looks like yeah it, no it's it, okay fine i mean i no i don't i don't know who he is i don't remember like are you sitting there watching all of the dark on youtube or something like how do you <laughs> no. know this <laughs> <I don't... laughs> no but they're on all the fucking time they're on they're on uh dynamite all the time and i don't know why them and um 
what's his face? Daniel Garcia. They're on like every freaking episode. And I, oh, I is it one of those it. losers? I don't get it. They were hanging around with him for a while. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Because they I, all have like forgettable round faces. Well, I don't know. I don't like it. Doesn't matter. Well, Hook's going to destroy him in 30 seconds. <laughs> if yeah, this match get... goes longer than a minute, they're booking Hook wrong. <laughs> yeah. If it goes longer than a minute, people need to set some chairs on fire. Yeah. Like, Hook, I, uh, Hook needs a real belt. Let's get that guy a real belt because he's great. Hook <clears throat> needs a real belt. Hook needs a real challenger. So, like, Hook can't just be sitting here, like, blowing through people and destroying people, especially destroying someone like Ricky Starks the way he did. Yeah. So, like, if he's gonna do, if he's gonna walk through Ricky Starks, then we need a Hook versus Claudio Castagnoli, uh, series, or mm. we need Hook versus Jack Perry, or we need Hook versus Wardlow. Like, we need Hook against someone a little bit better. And I know that he's still green, kind of in the business and stuff like that. But you know, he's over. He's probably oh, yeah. one of their most over guys besides Wardlow, Ricky Starks, and CM Punk. And you you got him in the in the pre-show fighting some guy that a person that has watched almost every episode of Dynamite doesn't remember who the hell they're <laughs> talking about. <laughs> yeah, not good. No bueno. I'd like to see a hook with uh Brian Danielson. Yeah, I think that'd be yeah, good. I think that would be a good match. Lot. You and if they would from Danielson, yep, yeah, and if they would do cross gender stuff like uh, like Dr. Jess would like them to do, I would pay a million dollars to watch Hook versus Serena Deeb. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I mean, I'd watch anybody wrestle uh, Serena Deeb, but Hook versus Serena Deeb, you got a winner right there. They could turn it into like a, a cougar situation, you know? Yeah, he's young, he's young and attractive. <laughs> Now that's she's, a hell of a storyline. <laughs> he's young and attractive. She's older and attractive. And she wrestles the shit out of him and turns into a thing. It gets weird. Yeah. Gets weird. I mean, it it's right up Dynamite's alley, because I mean, hell, they've done a musical number before. So yeah. let's do it. Lean in, man. Lean in. So we're hot shotting the uh, beginning of this thing. Uh they're j- just jumping right in with Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho. At the top of the card here. It's because Jericho's too old. He can't stay up late <laughs> enough to be at the end of the card. He's got to be home to jerk off to uh, Donald Trump tweet. Um, he's got to. He's got to be. Uh, he's got to be. He's got to get to the old country buffet before it closes <laughs> for dinner. Get that fried mm. chicken. Ugh! What a, that guy? The worst. Um, mm. I, yeah, they've 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 got a grudge thing going on. Chris Jericho seems to think that he's like a shooter um, in recent episodes of Dynamite. Uh, and Chris Jericho's a lot of things. He's never been like a legitimate like shoot wrestler. I'm sorry. No, and that's why like John Moxley just whooped the shit out of him. It's it's like dumb. I don't under I don't understand like this angle. Like so, Jericho has lost like the. Like his past million matches, it feels like. <laughs> Brian Danielson, I, he had that loss to, uh, what's his stupid name Gar- now? Garcia. Garcia, yeah, that's a stupid name. Um, Daniel Garcia, and then he come has the comeback win against him in the rubber match. But, you know, I don't this. I don't like where Danielson is. Like, I don't know, like. Do they feel like Danielson needs to do the rite of passage by facing Jericho? Like that, like Danielson needs to prove himself by beating Jericho. Like it's, I don't know. Nobody <laughs> comes out. Nobody comes out of a program with Jericho, like better than when they went in, you know? No, like Jer- Jericho is the only one that seems to think that everybody else just looks like crap when they end up working with him. Like, so are I, they thinking that like Jericho is like the gatekeeper? Like, you pass Jericho and then you can go into the main event status, even though <laughs> Brian Danielson has gone to to the time limit with Kenny Omega and probably Kenny Omega's best match, in my opinion. He's had great matches with CM Punk and John Moxley. Like he's already had great matches against everybody at the top of the card. And so here he is with Chris Jericho to p- prove himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so you've taken on uh, Claudio Casanoli, who's like six foot six and a fucking athletic beast. And but now, can you handle <laughs> this fifty-year-old uh, half-ass rocker with a bad die job? Yeah, yeah. whatever. Who do you think? I assume Danielson's going to win, right? If he doesn't win, he's in trouble, um, booking-wise. I don't because where the where the fuck do you go after that? Right, you can't lose this match. There's no way he loses it. And that that leaves Danielson with nothing. That suddenly would hotshot Jericho back into like the main event picture, which is a terrible idea. Yeah, that would be awful. I would like Chris Jericho. Here's here's my ideal outcome for this. Chris Jericho is like, you know, I've been putting it out here now for like what is what has this been on for like three years? I've I've given it my best. I've lost. I've I've won some and I've lost to like some of the best in the business. I think it's time for me to hang it up and just go to managing. And he, you know, he's a good talker. Nobody wants to see him wrestle yeah. anymore. I don't want him on commentary because he's awful, but he, he'd be a great manager for some of these guys. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I actually thought that's what like the Chris Jericho appreciation society was going to go to. Like I'd be okay with him managing Daniel Garcia and the other fuck nuts, but the, um, <laughs> Uh, like that Daniel Brian Danielson match versus Daniel Garcia actually like impressed me. Like that made me think better of, of Daniel Garcia. And so it's Brian Danielson is the person in this company that can make people look good. Yeah. hundred percent. That can build talent without destroying them. Chris Jericho is, he's only making people look good quote unquote good by just being Chris Jericho and everybody just has these glorious memories of him in his heyday and it was decent but it's like I I don't I still don't get the idol like worship of him so yeah it's very weird um he's you know he's an elder statesman at this point and that's cool i'm glad that he's hanging around i don't really feel like he's helping the younger guys at all so all right let's say uh we'll give this one to, to brian danielson hopefully yeah maybe with a a post-match change for chris jericho to something a little more constructive the next thing is the four-way match for the interim aew women's world championship so that is tony storm versus Britt baker versus jamie hater versus hikaru shida uh, did you see the episode of dynamite last i think it was last week where um thunder rosa announced that she was injured yeah she was gonna have to do this that was heartbreaking i thought that yeah. was terrible it was a great promo and i mean it's 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 legit she is hurt but it's also she also did a great job of actually delivering that and being emotional about it. Um, but like it's still, she's still an, in, she's still the champion and this is for the interim championship. So I don't understand why they don't just do the, you've been stripped of the belt because you can't defend it every 30 days or something like that because of injury. Yeah. Like this interim belt shit is getting very confusing. And honestly, I think they need to look at their training and stuff because it seems like every single fucking champion gets hurt the moment they win the belt. Yeah. I don't know. Did you see what uh, her actual injury was? I was trying to find it a little bit this morning. I didn't look too far though. No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't go probing. Well, I hope it's not too bad. I hope she can come back. She's one of our favorites. Yeah. She is taking, talking about people who are over um, people yeah. fucking dig her, man. And when we went to that autograph show, like the little girls lining up to see her was, yeah, it was really cool. It was adorable. So. It's great. <clears throat> so there's some good workers in this match. I like Tony storm actually. Yeah. I'm a little tired of Britt Baker. Um, I like Jamie hater actually, the more I see her, um, I do wish she'd get some bigger shorts. Her shorts are always like crawling up her ass. Um, and uh, Hikaru Shida is also in this match. <laughs> yeah, I like I like I like Hikaru. I I like everybody in this match. Uh, but they've been they had been starting to hint at a at like a break between Tony Storm and um, Thunder Rosa. Yeah, and so that's why I think Tony Storm's going to eventually come out of this match winning. Okay. Yeah, that's a good that's a good prediction. Um, I kind of hope they split up Britt Baker and Jamie Hader too. I think actually Jamie Hader is gotten better than Britt Baker and is more interesting in the ring um, and isn't as what I want to say. She's not as tired out, um, you know, from seeing her every damn week as right. Britt Baker is. So 
I'd like to see. Okay, so if you're taking Tony Storm, I think Tony Storm is yeah. probably the smart pick. I'm just going to go for Jamie Hader just, just for the hell of it. Dark um, Horse. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Speaking of dark, we've got the House of Black. <laughs> <clears throat> it's dark, man. It's uh, so that's Malachi Black, of course, Brody King, and uh, the very evil sounding Buddy Matthews. Um, Buddy the Elf. What's your favorite color? Uh, versus... <laughs> Come up with a better name. Like you're Buddy. you're hanging out Seriously. with with Malachi Black, Brody King, Buddy Matthews. <laughs> something come up with just something. give your like it's pro wrestling give yourself a stage name like murder Math- murder matthews i, I, don't, I know. don't know axe killer like <laughs> something ridiculous or something i don't know ted bundy matthews right ted buddy ted like that. buddy matthews <laughs> <laughs> anyway versus killer darby Clown. allen yeah i don't know <laughs> Versus Darby Allen, Sting, and Miro. Um, I'm glad Miro's back. I love Miro. Yes. Uh, that guy's a fucking unit. Uh, Where the hell has he been? I don't know. And we why is he involved in this? I want I want Miro versus Wardlow. Yes, please. I want Goddamn Miro versus everybody. Pounding <laughs> on each other in the ring. It's going to be great. Uh, but this match, great. yeah, I... It's a six-man tag team match. At some point, Sting's going to go through a table. Darby Allen's going to do something stupid, and Miro's going to actually probably hurt somebody. <laughs> um, yeah. Somebody's getting spit in their face with the black yeah. goo. Is I, uh, I, assume, I assume poor Julia Hart with the black eyeball <clears throat> stuff is going to show up and do something, right? Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could see, like... Pillman Jr. running out and calls in a little little interference in this because of her. And then like I can also see like Malachi doing the spit into Sting's face and it doesn't affect him. Mm. And then they don't know what to do. And and then like uh Miro hits like a spear thing or something like that, and that's the three count or something. Like I I have like a very weird like astral projection of how this match will go <laughs> but no i think i do think darby allen sting and Miro are going to win this one um there's some good there's some interesting matchups here i mean Miro versus uh birdie king you know again two absolute units um malachi black versus uh sting they're they're sort of similar size um darby allen is sort of the odd man out here except that he will just bounce off from anybody i actually yeah. kind of liked the um birdie king darby allen solo match a few weeks back yeah when it, it ended with uh birdie king kind of like holding him out by the neck and then dropping him to the floor that was an amazing yeah. finish uh i i kind of wished that this match was was three one-on-one matches but I know Sting probably should not wrestle a one-on-one match right now against any of these guys. Um, but that's kind of what I wish. I wish it was like Malachi Black versus Darby Allen, Brody King versus Sting, and Buddy Matthews versus Miro, or some sort of combo. Uh, but not a not a six-man tag because as yeah. the six-man tags in AEW get out of control because they they don't really enforce rules in AEW and it, they're more about the spots than the actual storytelling in the ring. Yeah. Actually, that'd be really cool. I don't know if I haven't seen that lately as a, uh, like a two out of three falls, right? Yeah. And you could just do them, uh, do them back to back to back. I think that'd be great. Um, yeah, I think you're probably right. I think Dar- hopefully Darby Allen staying Miro. I hope they split these, uh, guys up and stop this shit for after this. I don't, I'm not into it. I don't, the, the house of black bores me. Um, you can't, there's too many people who have turning out the house lights as their gimmick. You're going to need to give it a fucking rest. Well, I mean, I just don't think they're menacing enough, honestly. No, like the guy's name is buddy. I right. repeat buddy. Right. But they also just don't come down and just like screw with things for no reason. Like that's the kind of like menacing. If you're going to call yourself the House of Black, like you need to show up and during like some other match and just cause chaos and then leave. Yeah, I don't like. I don't just, know. Like, like you would show up during Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs and just like fuck them both up <laughs> and then and then roll out. Like, but you know, again, AEW doesn't do uh, disqualifications or anything like that, and so. 
that kind of that eliminates that kind of thing. So yeah, whose side are you on? The side of evil. They're just they're just into Not evil yours. for its own. <laughs> they're into evil for its own sake. They're the Joker right. in the Dark Knight, right? Right, right. They're here for chaos and chaos only. Yeah, so men just want to watch the world burn. Right. There's uh, next up is the singles match for the AEW TBS Championship. That's the Jade Cargill versus Athena, formerly known as Ember Moon. Um, is this going to be the end of Jade's run? here or uh or you think she's going to retain i think she'll still retain uh they love jade car cargills so much and but like if she holds on to that thing any longer no one's going to even going to remember that the tbs championship exists <laughs> yeah she's had it forever well i, I feel like i um, forget that it exists yeah. i feel like ember moon i'm sorry i feel like athena is um Maybe one of the stronger challengers she's had, yeah, uh, to date. Um, the one that one of the few that seemed like, okay, they could put it on this this girl, and it would make some kind of sense. I, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I think Jade Cargo has grown on me quite a bit. She was so yeah, she's gotten green, better. so green, so awkward, so sloppy when she started, um, but she's really like picked up in the in the ring. Eh, you know, still needs some work, but like on the mic, especially she's gotten much more comfortable. Um, yeah. I really, I, I get a kick out of cut the shit, Tony. Um, that's her <laughs> like, catchphrase now. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't need the baddies. I don't need that whole thing, but um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of into her. So I, I don't know. I hope she keeps it for a little while longer. Yeah. I kind of, but like the thing is, is at this point now she needs, Career-wise, she needs to show that she can also do the chase, if that makes sense to you. Like, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she showed up and she won that championship almost immediately, and has has been squatting on it since. And then now she needs—I think she needs to lose it, and then show that she can like really pursue that she wants, like do the storytelling that she wants it back. She needs it back to 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 like hold her status that she is the baddest bitch, you know, kind of thing. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like you just can't have her win the championship the first time she shows up and then sit on it for like a year and a half or however long it's been now. Okay. I got um, it. I got it. I figured it out. Here's, here's what happens. She loses the belt due to some shenanigans. So it's not entirely her, uh, her fault. Right. right. Um, and she says, fuck this. I'm not messing around with these women anymore. I'm only wrestling the men from here on out. I'm, I'm too bad. These bitches can't hang. I'm going after the men. Then we get a whole intergender belt. She, she forces Tony, says, Tony, you make an intergender belt or I'm out of here and I'm taking all my fans and merch sales and stuff with me. Then we get an intergender belt and she starts destroying people like, oh, I don't know, Kip Sabian and Angelo Parker and other people that we never heard of before who are on TV all the time. Uh, and then eventually we work up to like a big program with like, uh, I don't know, she could fight Jungle Boy. She could probably fight. Um, who else could she fight? She could fight Hook for sure. Look, to be honest with you, if they do that, the only person they're going to let her feud with is Orange Cassidy. <laughs> oh, no. All right, never mind. Let's scrap that whole idea. I do. I I, I mean, that's a great storyline, and that would be a great angle for AEW to take, and it would certainly make them appear different than WWE and, like, really have a different product out there. Because, I mean, that's what was so great about Lucha Underground doing something like that. It was like... It's different. It's 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 something that you normally didn't see. Um, but yeah, Jade, I think Jade Garhill is going to end up retaining this or Athena is going to win it dirty. And then it's going to be hope. That's what I would hope. And then Jade Cargill wants to wants to do the pursuit and Athena keeps yeah. dodge, dodging, dodging the rematch. But like AEW really doesn't do rematches, so yeah, yeah, nah, that would also work. I think um, let's. I guess we'll see what happens. I'm I'm betting on Jade. I'm not actually betting, but you know what I mean. Next up is Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Christian Cage. Um, this storyline has gotten so convoluted. I've I've like um, Dino, whatever Dino. 
the fuck is that guy's name? Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. <clears throat> I couldn't even remember his name. Um, Luchasaurus was Christian Cage's like stooge for a minute, but then he turns out he was faking it and he attacked Griff Garrison just because Griff Garrison looked like Jack Perry. I don't know. I've lost, I've lost track. Um, I don't know that I care. I do appreciate Christian's um, heel turn and his heel promos have been off the charts. Uh, who's going to win this one though? Uh, I appreciate Jack Perry being willing to let Christian cage go that deep on the, on the promos too. Uh, Cause there's been some, there's been <laughs> some cutting, uh, cutting words happening in, in those promos. Um, yeah. Dead dad stuff. So either Jack Perry's going to win and we get ultimate resolution or Luchasaurus is going to turn on Jack and cost him the match. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm mm. leaning towards Luchasaurus turning on Jack Perry again. And that causes uh, Christian Cage to get, get a sneaky win. Well, and then they can keep this going for a little while longer. Right, which they actually should. Because yeah. it's actually pretty engaging and it's good to see jack perry working on his own not being some like boy and his dinosaur tag team but like <laughs> jack perry and like this is him and uh it's a much better look for him a much better angle with him and then i could like to see him start working towards a match for the uh tnt championship you know Maybe yeah. some sort of four-way thing between Ricky Starks, Powerhouse, Hobbs, Jack Perry, and Wardlow. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he could be a, a contender for that other title. Um, yeah, I, um, hmm. I'm going to go Christian as well. Um, but again, I, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Let's see. Next up is a six-man tag match. Jesus Christ, with the stipulations on this thing. Um, this is Wardlow who we love and FTR, who we really love uh, versus Jay lethal and the motor city machine guns who just showed up on the show like a week ago for no apparent reason. And that is Chris Saban and Alex Shelley. And they are from ring of honor, I believe. Uh, uh, Saban. I think they're in on impact. Oh, impact. Okay. Oh, right. Chris Saban was in, um, we saw Chris Saban at ring of honor. One of those shows that we went to. Yeah, I believe I'm so. Pretty yeah. sure. So anyway, it's six man tag. Um, I'm not, I don't know what's happening, really. I mean, I guess Wardlow and Jay Lethal are still feuding because Wardlow took Jay Lethal's belt. Um, I'm not sure how FTR got involved, really. Again, this I watch this show every week. Like FTR just decided to run down and help Wardlow. That's all. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. And I like that pairing. <laughs> I would prefer to see Wardlow and FTR like destroying the trios championship tournament. Well, I, that's my question is why aren't they in that? You know, why aren't, except that it's going to obviously go to the fucking Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Right. Uh, because if you're not going to have FTR pursuing Swerve in Our Glory or the Acclaimed, then what the fuck are you doing with yeah. your bet with the best tag team in the world? Why are they not in your title hunt? They're so good and they're so wasted. They've been wasted there for a long time. They're getting their uh, sort of like hook, actually. It's just sort of organically the crowd just kind of realize, hey, you know, who's really good is these fucking guys. And we should start like to basically demanding them <laughs> on these shows, you know? Right. Um, and I mean, it's, eh. it's basically what Jim Cornette says <laughs> is that like that crowd will recognize good wrestling. As opposed yeah. to, as opposed to spot, spot after spot, the FTR puts together stories. They put together real ring tactics and stuff like that, and the crowd reacts to it. The crowd reacts to them more than they react to like anybody except for like Brian Danielson, Hook, and CM Punk. Yeah, they um, and of course their matches with the Briscoes have been. Absolutely oh astonishing. My God, they're amazing. Yeah. I mean, you know, all timers. Um, 
So I'm glad, you know, I'm glad they've been getting the, some attention. I, this is sort of a waste of their talents, but maybe it'll be good. Uh, I mean, I this think, is a waste of Jay Lethal. Yeah. Too. I would rather see just Jay Lethal versus Wardlow and then DAC, uh, FTR versus the Motor City Machine Guns. Like, right. what do you, why does this have to be a six man tag when you already have a six man tag? championship tournament final on the card and you have a six-man tag grudge match between the house of black and darby sting miro (laughs) why do you need another one just give us two matches because the show's not going to be long enough it got to stretch it into five-hour territory or or what are we even doing i guess um, uh, I'm, i'm assuming ftr and wardlow are going over here I think they're gonna lose. I think oh, that really? I think that tall motherfucker that's been hanging out with Jay and that other guy, um, that really tall guy. Yeah, I think he's gonna get involved and cost them cost Wardlow and FTR the match. Mm. Like FT, like Wardlow's Wardlow's gonna like eat a chair shot or something from him that the ref's not gonna see, and Lethal's gonna roll him up. Devious. That's. That's what I think. Meanwhile, FTR and and Motor City Machine Guns are doing some sort of bullshit on the outside of the ring, and they don't <laughs> notice that that's happening. So, alrighty. Well, I guess we'll see. Um, there's a casino ladder match, and the winner receives a future <laughs> AEW World Championship match. So we got Claudio Castanoli in this one, Wheeler Yuta, Penta, Phoenix, Roosh. Uh, Andrade, Dante Martin, and another contender, TBD. Uh, any thoughts on the TBD? Well, we had a couple the other day, right? When we were yeah. just casually talking about this bullshit. So Adam um, Cole, Adam Cole, still kicking around. Yeah. Um, what's his buddy's name? Kyle O'Reilly, still kicking around. Uh, Bobby Fish is out and just got released. We saw. Or about to be released. About to be released. Uh, long. The long shot is MJF, and that place would fucking explode if that and that Burberry pattern showed up on the big screen for for that TBD uh, person. Um, that place. Oh my god! That they would melt down. Yeah. Um, that would be Chernobyl happening in in <laughs> in South Chicago. Um, let's see. Wheeler's already got the pure wrestling championship. The, uh, Castagnoli already has the ring of honored world championship. He's not big enough to like have that. And then also go for the AEW though. He should automatically be in ring of honor champion, be considered a top contender for the world championship. They're not going to let Penta go for it. They're not going to let Ray go for it. Andrade's has been floating around. They're definitely not letting Dante go for it. Dante's is there to do something crazy and stupid off the ladder. Yeah. Um, my feeling is is probably Roosh. I like Roosh a lot. I think they like Roosh a lot. Roosh has got a great look. It's either going to be Roosh or the TBD who's going to win this match. Yeah, so I'm just I just googled uh, you know all out 22 surprises just to kind of see what the internet thinks, and yeah. um, uh, MJF is is on some people's list. Um, I I'm not sure about that one. I think it's possible that MJF shows up for that main event. Honestly, uh, kind of inserts himself into something with Punk or or Moxley. Um, well, I mean, sure. the, the show is going to end. <laughs> With a stare down between TBD or Roosh walking out when Punk beats Moxley. And then Punk's yeah. going to be standing in the corner, all limp. And whatever asshole comes out of this out of this ladder match is going to stand at the top of the ramp, slow clapping and staring. And Jim <laughs> Ross is going to go, by God, it's amazing. And good night, everybody. And that's going to be the end um, at like midnight. It's funny. Um, that's that's just what I think is going to happen, uh, unless you know I could also see them giving it to Roosh, but I would be more in on like a Roosh versus Claudio Castagnoli angle coming out of this match and letting the TBD win this. But I really don't yeah. want to see 
Punk versus Adam Cole again. No. I would be interested in Kyle O'Reilly versus CM Punk. That would be that would be interesting. But again, I don't think Riley's ready for something like that. I wouldn't be surprised if Brian Danielson didn't even break a sweat against Jericho and he's the TBD. Like he's wrestling again. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, like something crazy weird like that happens. Um, we also haven't seen Daniel Garcia on this pay-per-view card. Um, he might get been... himself involved in the Jericho uh, yeah. Danielson thing. But he could also pop up here, I guess, right? Yeah. Like, are they going to kill the Jericho Appreciation Society that quickly? I don't know. But because I mean, they've well, been uh, buried. They've been getting buried. They've been losing a lot. <laughs> like, that's what you get for appreciating Chris Jericho. Is you lose, you lose, you lose, you lose. It's very true. Yeah. I uh, I've liked Roosh a lot, actually. I've, I'm glad yeah. that he's there. I, I think he's got a lot of potential. I hope that they sort of use him smartly. I, they probably won't. Um, I really, I have, I have as many um, guesses as actual thoughts about who that TBD might be. Um, I'm going to go with the TBD to be the winner. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just not going to say who it is because I don't know. I hope it's MJF. I've missed MJF a lot. The show yes. suffers so much when he's gone. Wednesday nights have been abysmal lately, and a part of it is there's no MJF to, to pick it up. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to move on to the next one? Yeah, sure. All right. So it's Swerve in Our Glory, which is uh, good old Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, who are the champions Versus the acclaimed Bowens and Caster. This is for the AEW World Tag Team Championship match. Um, I'm assuming there'll be some shenanigans with the ass boys and daddy ass in this particular uh, match. Yeah, I, you know, everybody wins with this match. Yeah. In my opinion, I think. Because <laughs> Swerving Our Glory is a lot of fun. The acclaimed are a lot of fun. Uh, we don't deserve their microphone skills. <laughs> um, yeah, I like, I, I like the raps a lot. I, yeah. I'm just gonna say, yo, out of it. yo, yo, listen, <laughs> listen, so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I can't. Like, I'm still so distracted by FTR not being involved in a champ in the championship pursuit still that like it's very distracting to think to try and compare who, who i think is going to win in this match um it would be interesting to see swerve in our glory go against ftr because i mean what what are those guys going to do with a keith lee right you know <laughs> like that's that's gonna that would be great, and I liked the 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 mix that Keith Lee and Swerve have of like Swerve is super fast and aerial and and tricky, and then Keith Lee is just a big MF that can beat the shit out of you. Um, man, and then the acclaimed they're they're fun to watch in the ring too. I'm I they have never really done anything that super impressed me in the ring, but they're they're skilled. Um, yeah, they're solid, and they have that yeah. that kind of classic. Matt, um, classic mix too of the like yeah. the kind of beefy muscular guy and then the sort of skinnier, more aerial guy, which I you know I appreciate. Um, I think, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, don't this, know who... this is the real stumper on this card. Yeah, the question is if let's uh, assuming that FTR is headed their way, and I don't know that that's necessarily accurate. You know, um, yeah. I'm trying to think of who would be the better matchup there, and I I I would watch both of them honestly um which probably means they're going to do something like do a fucking dumbass three-way tag team match um i think hmm, i think i would probably rather watch ftr versus the acclaimed first i think stylistically it would probably make a little more sense and they'd be a little more to work with um but i wouldn't uh i wouldn't turn off a match with the other guys either yeah, I think they're going to keep the belts on Keith and and Swerve. I think they're rolling good. They got a lot of fan support behind them. I think I think they're going to I think the they'll come out in this one. Probably okay. because the Ass Boys will will dick over the acclaim somehow. <laughs> 
I, uh, I follow Anthony Bowens on, uh, I don't know if it was Instagram or I think it's Twitter. He's been trying to get AEW to make a t-shirt that says scissor me daddy ass and they won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's really sad about it. Well, then I, I guess bad. he just needs to make his own. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to, uh, he should start a campaign or something. I don't know. So could start one of those um, petitions. Uh, I'll put Finn in one of those uh, shirts. <laughs> Send him to daycare. Um, Mr. Sigwald. Uh, <laughs> it's a wrestling shirt. It's a wrestling <laughs> shirt. Your son showed up today wearing a shirt that says, uh, I believe it says, Scissor Me Daddy Ass. Does that yeah. sound familiar, sir? It sure does. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need to come pick up your son. Uh Alrighty. Next up is Ricky Harks, Ricky, Ricky Harks, Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, so here, we were just talking about, you know, going from like start of a feud to blow off like immediately. Like these guys just broke up. Uh, Power Hobbs, Power Power Hobbs. Um, his shit is hard to say. I like Power Hobbs. Uh, Power Hobbs jumped uh, Starks, um, beat him up. He's got jealousy issues or something. I don't know. Um, Ricky stole his, his uh, protein bar. I'm I'm not sure exactly. Um, hey, I, he I like told he too. told us at Celeb Fest that it was coming for Ricky. He did. He I asked him outright. I said, "When are yeah. you guys gonna gonna break up?" And he said, "Well, if we don't win the belts, probably." So they didn't win the belts. Power Hobbs is a straight <laughs> shooter. Yeah. Um, I'm I I'm. This is probably one of the matches that I'm looking most forward to on this card. Yeah, I love these guys. I, I love Powerhouse Hobbs. I love Ricky Starks. I loved him in NWA. Like I thought he was great over there as like this ultra candy, super sweet baby face. And now he's kind of turning towards that character again. Uh, but he's a little bit more arrogant than what he was in NWA, which is uh, a good move. He's got that like little bit of like, God, he's an asshole. But I can't. I can like him, you know, kind of, kind of thing going for him. <laughs> yeah. Um. I hope Ricky comes out of this with a win, but barely, so that like he can start going maybe after Wardlow or something like that. Like, get a getting a real belt on him somehow. Yeah. Or hell, I'd be okay with Ricky Starks being in the mix for the world championship. He'd be great on a title hunt. I mean, because he could, yeah. he cut some amazing promos. He could be out there chasing down whoever it is, you know, week after week after week, just making himself a total pain in the ass. And, right. Uh, and the crowd I, loves I, him. Yeah. He's really talented. That guy is great. Yeah. I, I worry he's going to like break his fucking neck in half again one of these days because he's, um, you know, takes a lot of risks. But um, as, as long as he can stay healthy, I, I would love watching him. Yeah, and I would be down for a powerhouse Hobbs versus Wardlow feud too. Yes, like, please. I want something to come out of this. Somehow, both of these guys come out going up in this match. Yeah. Um, we haven't had much solo powerhouse. No. Um, work. I don't think. I I can't even. I I could probably name a couple, but um, it hasn't been very much. Uh, so, but yeah, he would be great, and like he uh, against some of these other bigger guys, you know, Keith Lee, um. He could wrestle Claudio because Claudio is a beast. Andrade, he's who's also a big, big dude. Wardlow, um, there's a lot of folks who would match up pretty well. Miro, like you said, um, like I'd even be okay with Powerhouse Hobbs starting his own little stable and being like, "I'm the real House of Black" or something like that. Like, <laughs> yes, like, yes, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like a nation like, of domination thing. Yeah, yeah, I'd be, I'd be all behind that. Like, you you partner him up with Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Like somehow Powerhouse and Keith Lee like bury the hatchet. They're gonna they're gonna run wild on anybody. Those three. yeah, um, that'd be solid. I'd watch that. Yeah. So my prediction is Ricky Starks comes out of this just barely. Okay, that's so a good that one. Both of these guys get elevated up, yeah, uh, because they're ready. They're ready to go. They're over. Use your own in-house talent here. Like, get it. Yeah, I hope they let this one go like clean. Like, I hope it's not. You know, hope there's no shenanigans. I hope they just let these guys work. Whoever wins, wins. Yeah, um, 
Maybe uh, yeah, Taz gonna... would get back involved. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Team Taz is definitely having some uh, organizational troubles. Well, I mean, Taz says that Team Taz is over, but I mean, I could I could see him like suddenly trying to like pick a favorite, but like yeah. they're also putting him on commentary a lot more. So he's probably just he's probably not wanting to do that kind of business anymore. So yeah, he he belongs on commentary. We need to move some of those other guys out, but Taz is somebody I do appreciate on the commentary. Yeah. All right, so next to last match, this is uh, the tournament final for the inaugural Trios, World Trios Championship, excuse me. Um, So one side of this one is the Elite, which is Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, uh, versus TBD, and the TBD will be actually decided tonight on Rampage. So probably by the time that this episode gets out, um, that part will have been decided, Um, but we don't know who it is right now. So as of this afternoon on Friday, uh, that TBD is either the Dark Order, which is Alex Reynolds, John Silver, and Hangman Adam Page, or the best friends, Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, and Trent Beretta. Um, so first of all, who's going to take the the TBD slot on Rampage right. tonight? So, I mean, hats off to AEW uh, for not uh, filming Dynamite or not filming Rampage ahead of time like they've been doing. They've been doing like filming Rampage right after Dynamite at their live shows. But this time they decided to do two separate shows so that this this can't get leaked, that the spoiler for the TBD of this match can't be uh, leaked out there early. So good job on that. That being said, it's going to be Hangman and the Dark Order. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think Hangman has to stay in the mix in order to to stay relevant. Because we're gonna we're gonna get Hangman facing Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks again. Ugh. That's what I, we're I'm that's yeah. that's what we're going to be looking at, and I think we're finally going to get we're going to then get Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks winning, and Hangman Kenny Omega Young Bucks reconciling and turning face completely face. Hmm. I want them all to get hit by a dump truck. I'm tired of them all. Yeah, I'm tired of the elite. Um, they're not elite. The Young Bucks, <laughs> their matches look the same. Every match of theirs looks the same. Every Kenny Omega match looks the same. Um, there's It just isn't engaging to me. I no. I don't know if it's something wrong with me, but it just I just don't I don't understand their appeal anymore. Like the young, especially now that like it's been very clear that like the young bucks are doing everything in their power not to face FTR or anybody else in the tag team division because it hurts their feelings because people like right. them better, right? <clears throat> right, like people want to watch FTR more than they want to watch the young bucks, people want to watch the acclaimed more than they want to watch the young bucks, people want to watch the ass boys more than they want to watch the young bucks right now. <laughs> all of all of those all of those tag teams are engaged in more interesting storylines, better booking. And yet we have the young bucks here in a, in a tournament final for a trios championship so that they can be the first ones that hold the trios championship. And like, <sighs> I'd rather watch the Milwaukee bucks than the young bucks at this time, at this point. Yeah. I'd, I'd yeah. rather watch actual bucks like deer like just doing anything than the young bucks. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather watch do- dollar bills, like just a pile of bucks than the young bucks. I hate the young bucks. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I don't know if it came, I don't know if it came through in my analogies. I, I dump truck. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather listen to Kenny G than watch Kenny Omega. <laughs> like, hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. I'd rather be Kenny Powers than Kenny Omega. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, anybody wants to be Kenny Powers. Yeah. He's got sweet no. ass jet skis. Yeah. You know, got so. the best hair in baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but I, I mean, mean, there's, there's no way, way the young, the young bucks aren't giving this to themselves. Right. Cause right. like, um, they can't, I mean, they, they can't put a belt in the dark order. No, they can't. It's it, they're they're a a jobber uh, yep. stable like there's nothing wrong with that, but 
I mean, honestly, they should dissolve the Dark Order at this point. There, I, I mean, the whole it. point was it was this dark mystical thing with Brody Lee as the as the uh, cult leader and blah blah blah. And you have the dark thing now with the House of Black. So either make it that and and move some of those guys over there, or like you said, just just get rid of it altogether. I, I kind of like the uh, what are they calling the the little jobber um, faction these days. There's a little, uh, what are they called? The work horsemen or something like that. Mm, I think they should put all those guys together and call it like, um, I don't know, the enhancement order or something. (laughs) (laughs) ETO enhancement talent order. Cause I mean, then, then them just being numbers is even funnier. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like, Hey, we need somebody to fight. Bring out number 10. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And anytime like someone gets in the ring, it's like, it's an open challenge. Here comes number five. <laughs> number three and is on the way over. down the ring. <laughs> and no match with any member of the ETO goes longer than like four and a half minutes like, no. ever. Like it's a, it's a, yeah. You get your yeah. three moves of power, your finisher and pin them and get the hell out. Yeah. I don't know why they don't hire us to write for the show. We ha- look at all these amazing ideas we've I know. spitting out. This is uh, like an hour, and we've generated more good ideas than AEW has had in a fucking year. We've written the whole the whole next year for them, basically. Anyways, yeah. Anyway, yeah. There's a there's a tournament. There's a trios. Nobody's gonna care. Um, once those belts are out, they're gonna defend them every now and then. It's gonna be a way for the young bucks to keep themselves on TV, uh, and then and maybe least... ev- eventually get FTR the actual belt. Yeah, and at least five times during this match five of the participants are going to gather together in a little huddle on the outside (laughs) and someone's going to jump from the top rope onto them okay that's so the over under is five yeah Alrighty. and that's going to stimulate that this is awesome chant there's going to be a fight forever chant there's going to a fight forever chant and then there's going to be uh let's go hangman let's go bucks Let's go hangman. Let's go bucks. Kind of chat. <laughs> chant that's just gonna you know. Yeah. Bullshit. Over it. So we did get tickets to see uh AEW Dynamite here in Norfolk in um next in October, uh late October. So maybe I'll make like a no chanting sign and take it. Uh <laughs> just just a sign that says pick a side. Yeah. <laughs> AEW crowds are the chantinous crowds in all of pro wrestling. I, I, I don't get it. Like, I right. mean, there's something to be appreciative that they 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 want to see good wrestling, but then they don't see good wrestling. Right. <laughs> uh, and it's like, you know, you can shit on WWE a lot, but at least their storylines are 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 interesting to a certain point and a bit engaging. But, you know, the and like, I like that you get your you get your money's worth out of the live show because there's so many damn matches on the card. But at some point, you need a storyline that resolves after like three months as opposed to just ongoing like like our next match, John Moxley versus CM Punk. Yeah, exactly like that, actually. It's funny you should mention it. Um, yeah. So another, another interim bullshit thing, uh, the little swerve with, uh, punk coming back unexpectedly and then getting quote unquote injured unexpectedly, uh, was interesting, I guess. I don't know. A lot of people were really mad. Um, so that's, that was interesting. But the squash match is good storytelling. Yeah. That's what people aren't getting in my opinion, that this is good storytelling. And probably the best storytelling they've done around the championship in a very long time. I, I'm, I don't really care for Moxley and the stuff that he calls wrestling. Um, so I'm not super excited for this one. I'm excited for this to be over. Uh, I don't know if that counts. I'm yes. ready for this. I'm ready for this feud to be over. I'm ready for CM Punk to move on to the next person. Moxley is popular and over enough that he doesn't really need a belt. He can stay in with the the 
Blackpool Circle Jerk Club and they can have their little fights and stuff. And that's fine. And I'm okay with that. Uh, I don't need him to be on TV with a belt and doing his god awful promos. Um, I mean, the last time he was really engaging was that was the storyline with Eddie Kingston. And like yeah. their rebound, their recovered friendship, and the and them just being like two mean sons of bitches. That was a lot of fun. I like that. Go to that for a while, Moxley. Uh, CM Punk can be champion for the next six months or so, but we're going to get CM Punk versus Kenny Omega out of this at some point. I think. Because I mean, who else is it? Who else is it going to be? I know, I know. CM Punk versus Hangman Page. No, that didn't go well. They won't Hangman redo. Page. Yeah, they won't redo uh, MJF, even though that would be good. Yeah. Um. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. So I, yeah, I think I think CM Punk gets this. I think the little squash match kind of almost guarantees that he comes back and gets this. Yeah. Um. I thought that the There's promo be that buckets that of he, blood in this match. Yeah, I thought that the promo he cut on Wednesday night uh, episode of Dynate was fucking impressive like that yeah. that was some like i told my wife like when well first of all i was transfixed i couldn't like look away or you know usually i'm kind of dicking around on my phone or checking email or whatever but like i you know i put down everything i was doing and i watched him cut that promo and i'm like you know i turned to her afterwards and I'm like he is so much better than everyone else on this program like at at this stuff um especially when mjf's not on the show uh and I was yeah, I was blown away. So I'm I'm excited yeah, I mean, to see what you know what he does next. I hope that he'll stay healthy and continue to get some good runs out of this. Yeah, I mean the moment that cult of personality hits, like you you stop doing whatever else you might have been doing while the show's on. Yeah. And that's just how that's that's just how it is. And I mean I like Brian Danielson too because of that kind of stuff. Um, I and like I really like this Blackpool combat thing. I like I like that grouping of four guys. I do. I don't, and I like Regal being in charge of them. But I also would prefer, though, Regal, as we've said before, prefer Regal to be like the general manager of the program or like the on the on air booker. Like, like I'm tired of like, I got a contract from Tony Khan to fight. Like, uh, no, you need someone else to be taking that. Like, so that they can have like someone to guide the stories. Like someone's the boss like that. They're in a period where they need that, in my opinion, and that would add so much more depth to all the stories that are happening on the show. Yeah, you need an authority figure for sure. You need somebody to kind of set the tone, tell handing people what's going on. Like handing down suspensions for interference or like, you know, disciplining referees for not enforcing rules and stuff like that. Like these are the angles that could be happening if they had something like that, but they don't. And it's kind of like someone that comes in and like lays down the law. This is right. This has been two outlaw wild wild west wrestling for too long we're gonna clean it up we're gonna get down we're gonna have a legit championship and like legit like like just like clean up house and like regal's the perfect guy for that yeah he's great he's he was so refreshing when he came back on his show um i was really happy to see him he he does that he does that thing that he does probably better than anybody else out there um so I I don't know I'm 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 assuming it's going to continue to kind of be what it has been, which is you know whatever you learned it, take the good with the bad with this particular brand. Yeah. So that gets us to the end of the show. Again, this pre-show starts at seven. The actual show starts at eight. Over under on total runtime on this thing, including the, um, including the pre-show, is it over by midnight or no? It'll question. be over by midnight, but barely. Like seven forty-five. Okay. Like <laughs> the seven forty-five is when we'll have like Punk's bloodied face holding up the belt, and TBD from the ladder match coming out and slow clapping. Okay, that's fair. 
11.45, you mean. Right. 11.45, and we'll have Jim Ross going, oh, my God. And... <laughs> yeah. So, all right. And Anything Excalibur else you want to say? Fast. Uh, Anything else you want to say about AEW All Out 2022 this weekend before we wrap up our preview episode? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll be texting throughout the duration. Um, I'm planning to watch most of it live. I'll probably end up watching at least the last hour um, the next morning because I'm kind of old. So don't ruin anything for me. Oh, I'll ruin it. (laughs) Because they're going to ruin it for you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I have to just not check that that particular Twitter account uh, in the morning. So, all right, folks. Well, we're glad you tuned in. We hope you enjoy AEW All Out 2022. We hope you enjoyed our preview episode for it. Um, keep listening to all the WrestleManias.com on all of your favorite podcast apps. We're on the web at all the WrestleManias.com, on Twitter at, at WrestleManiaPod. You can find us on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram. Just search for all the WrestleManias. As always, comments, questions, suggestions, whatever, uh, send them us, to us at all the WrestleManias at gmail.com. We're always happy to hear from you. So for now, thanks for listening. Enjoy the wrestling this weekend and so long, everybody. Mm-hmm.